the internet, and welcome to Season 111, Episode 5 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! A production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and their Coke industries and fuck Fox News. It's Friday, December 6, 2019. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Dig Squirrels O'Brien. Dig Squirrels a Jack O'Brien. Jack O'Brien. Uh, that is courtesy of the Four Seasons and uh, just TDZ, aka's uh, Trey Gang. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. Hey, baby, I hear the Zygas calling Jack O'Brien and Miles of Gray. Quite stylish, and I don't even know the rest of the words. Other words, but fuck the yeah. Cokes and Fox News. Yeah, baby, they got you pegged. I don't even. Is that the, the same melody? I just know the first part. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. Anyway, the first part definitely nailed. Shout out to No Gods, No Masters, No Idols at Lamat. I want look. I don't. I don't know. This it's hard. Lamat Ike Matike six five. Totally fucked it up, but nah. you know who you are. I Send think that was perfect, actually. Oh, okay. So you know you know each other. Yeah. Okay, great. For sure. I can't believe that song didn't launch Kelsey Grammer's recording artist career uh, more than it did. I, I, I think that's... I would have expected a concept album after that. The woman who married hey, him baby, that was yeah. on Real Housewives yeah. says that was the moment she fell in love. Really? No. <laughs> hey, baby, uh, uh, hey, that baby was such I'm a- glad to in- introduce uh, <laughs> a guest that we're thrilled to have in our third seat. He is the hilarious comedian, Mr. David Huntsberger. Hello, fellas. Hello, Welcome. David. Hello. How are you? Good. Nice to be back. Um, I was in Boise. I want to remember to say hello to Sarah. I was standing uh, near the bar at the venue, and this girl came over and said, like, hey, can I get you a drink? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good, thanks. And then she goes, I'm Sarah, side gang. And it it took me a second. I was like, what? What Oh, oh, right. I was trying to picture, I was like, does she work there? I was trying to picture all the people that have been, you know, Zeit Gang. (laughs) Yeah, we need to have a, uh, you know, the Watchmen, like the Cyclops hand gesture that they use. Yeah, yeah, we need to have like a hand gesture that is like Zeit Gang so people can just walk up and like really confuse the fuck out of our guests when they're on the road. Get it tatted on your throat. (laughs) Yeah. Is that how you encourage them? To reveal themselves to people is you just say their name and I then think it's just yeah. something that arose she organically. Just, oh, Shout out okay. to our one Dutch listener who did get it tatted. Yeah, uh, Bowie. I, I'm pretty sure that's your display name. I'll follow you. I will see you out there getting think, that ink. You know what I mean? It looks lecker, as they say. Somebody uh, got baby it's, yoga tattooed. I think baby um, yoga. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you should. I believe. I believe huh? that actually happened. Who's holding a white claw? Yeah. Oh, baby Yoda. Oh, they got that tatted. Yeah. Oh, that's tight. That is super <laughs> tight. And also has uh, no expiration date. It is evergreen. Uh, you'll be telling your grandkids about White Claw and Baby. Yeah, you'll be Yoda. saying that was Yoda from Star Wars. <laughs> You're like, they edited it out to you know erase his White Claw past. Can I just say that I saw, like I heard there was this big meme about Baby Yoda. I was like, you know, people were talking about it nonstop for like a week. And then I finally saw a picture and I wasn't I wasn't that impressed. Oh, go go away. Really? I love Baby Yoda. Really? Like you think it's like really cool looking? The well, 
I th- this is the, I think the difference is the way it's revealed when you watch The Mandalorian okay. is what you go, what the fuck? Right. And then you're like, yeah. Right. Maybe I mean, I get it if you're just looking at it and you're not actually seeing it yeah. on video because it has a lot of mannerisms and affects that make it Baby Yoda. Right. It just looks more like a toy to me than other, you know, of those Henson type Oh, like uh, a Muppet? Puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I still... Like well, real Yoda looked more lifelike. I think it's its dead black eyes. Yeah, it has a, shark eyes. Yeah, like, it has yeah. shark eyes. Is it half that spiky hair? Like No, that's an edit to, so it looks like Guy Fieri. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh I'm sorry, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Uh, <laughs> well, Anna is dead laughing at that. That was a legit <laughs> Yeah, because he has a soul patch too, and I totally was like, well, yeah, yeah of course he'd have facial hair. <laughs> yeah. The Ewoks are weird looking. I don't know. Right. Have, yeah. <laughs> Well, that baby's so wild. That. That, that's really what people think, baby. Uh, you know what? For the uninitiated, start showing people that picture of yeah. Baby Yoda. Like, what you think, man? Uh, baby Yoda is like fifty years old or something like that. It's baby Yoda's yeah, in his fifties. That 50s. crazy that they would have designed it that way with a with she with the like spiky hair and laughing. the salt patch. <laughs> she fucking got you, man. Flavor <laughs> you look like town. such an idiot. Favorite town this is. <laughs> I really got. God damn it. Favorite town this is. Oh shit. All right, let's talk about a couple of the things we're talking about and then we're going to get to know you a little bit better david uh first off uh miles had his suspicions confirmed uh justin timberlake he was bad he was misbehaving miles has never trusted that man misbehaving yeah and he had to (laughs) apologize for that Mm -hmm. uh we're gonna talk about some mental health experts weighing in uh 350 of them no less Weighing in on uh, how Trump's brain seems to them. Uh, Judge Napolitano thinks Trump will testify, which that, that, would, that be would be interesting. That would be the television event we of, deserve. Right. Of as the, we watch this thing burn in flames. Uh, Bernie is getting some uh, pretty strong polling data out of colleges and the uh, minor insignificant state of California. And it's being... Not covered, so we'll check in with those numbers. Uh, the Clintons visited Epstein's baby cloning ranch in New Mexico, and yeah, uh, almost again yearly. Oh, not like now. No, no, no. <laughs> we just never covered it the right, first right, time right. we were going to talk about it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi lost it on oh, the Sinclair boy. Reporter. Yikes! Uh, we're going to talk about McDonald's attempt to keep up with the. Uh, Popeye Joneses, a deep cut for NBA fans. Uh, We're going to talk about the Legends of the Hidden Temple, Star Wars TV show that might be coming to us on Disney Plus, and the new Star Wars ride that is opening at Disney World Land. Both of them? World. I think World is first. World first. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yesterday, I think. it opened. Yeah. I almost don't want to talk. I mean, I might leave the room when you talk about it. Okay. Because I don't. I want to experience it. Just in my straight through my soul. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. You can just plug your ears and I'll plug hum. my ears. Yeah. Dan is in the booth with wacky eyes, like he's a dubstep DJ about to do the sickest drop on the Gobi <laughs> Ten at Coachella 2012. Uh, but first, David, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh shit! I forgot that was one of them. And I, I, I mentioned in the past, I almost, I don't, I, I realize why my search history is so boring. 
is I don't like uh, getting ads. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. targeted at me. So yeah, yeah. I mostly just look at like traffic and the weather and things like that. Do you ever um, search fake stuff <laughs> to so throw them off the scent? I uh, I used to. Yeah. Like, lawn mower. But then I was, you still get those <laughs> ads. I don't need those lawn mower yeah, ads. Yeah, that's true. Wait, so then how do you, so do you just know everything? No, I'll uh What I'll if you had to, yeah, you'd be like, hey, can you search this? I'm trying to think what, you know, I'll do it like through the maps function. So I'll look on the map and then search. You know they're still getting that data. They're still though, getting maybe. it, but they don't seem to target it oh, to me in ads as oh, much. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't follow you across the It doesn't the follow internet. me. Yeah, yeah, if you go to just uncut Google, yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I'll I'll search stuff through, uh, or I'll, like when I'm at home on the computer, I'll do it in like a private browser, which, yeah. you know, it, I feel like that got a negative connotation. Be like, oh, using a private, what are you right. looking up porn? <laughs> no, yes. I'm which trying to like, not get aggressively targeted. Exactly. Yeah. And oh, it, what's that, the other one? DuckDuckGo? Yeah, DuckDuckGo is one. Oh, really? That's like... If you don't, if for the precise reason you're talking about, yeah. I hear a lot of people use DuckDuckGo. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, well, what kind of phone you got there, guy? Key two, BlackBerry. Whoa. Coming back, baby. I was wow. like, you got the physical you get keyboard, the word like out. it's yeah. three. That yeah. actually, it looks like a like a movie set in the future where they're like creating iPhones or like it was. It looks like it was filmed like ten idea. years ago. Yeah. yeah, and it was set in. The modern day because it has buttons on the bottom. Correct. Like it, it has a full on keyboard. And uh, then you see that and you realize that you miss it to some degree. Mm-hmm. And who's watching? I guess a lot, some people are watching full videos on their phone and they need a giant screen. I don't yeah. find myself doing that much or right. really uh, engaging with a ton of media. I've on never my phone. been like, man, I wish my phone was bigger for this video. <laughs> like the phone screen has been a fine size to watch video in your hand for as long as I can remember. Yeah. 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 I, I've thought it was fine size since the TI-82. That's plenty You're watching video off of yeah. there? Hell wow. yeah, man. <laughs> uh, could, what, couldn't you like make animations on that? Like ASCII mm-hmm. porn? Yeah. Uh, or no, you could play that snake game. Snake game. Is that how you say ASCII? Right? ASCII? Yeah. I, I don't man, you're know, not man. initiated, bro. Just I, for the I nerds out there. I am not. What is something you think is underrated? Romania. I, I traveled and did some uh, vacationing in Romania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful place. Just highly, highly recommend Romania. Oh, and Golden Beats, the food. Okay. Also wow. very underrated. Why? Also good name for a record label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's different about Golden Beats versus our traditional dye your hands purple beats? What I'm assuming is the number one allure of it is not a terrifying thought that you're going to die if you when see you... the remains in the toilet. Right. And that's yeah. got to be appealing. Yeah, and secondly, it it tastes a little crisper or lighter, something yeah. like that. There's just a little, you know, like beets. There's that nice earthy taste, but then it also you got to do it's some like a chewing. Little tasteless too. Oh come on! I don't know. I every time I have beets, I'm always like the flavor is not really imposing itself on the rest of the dish. It's oh, like man. has a sweetness to it, but I can never yeah. be like, ah, there's that a good old. Beet taste. <laughs> yeah, beet flavor. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of candy. Beet flavored beet, candies. Beet flavored, yeah. yeah just, vaguely oh, sweet. Yeah. 
I always felt like when Pee Wee Herman gave Francis that gum that like leaps over, that, that yeah. Beats had a hand in that. Mr. Song, hey, Mr. Sure. Francis is taking a bath. That's my favorite line that in bath, that movie. That bathtub imprinted itself on me oh, so no. hard, Fuck man. Me up. Oh uh, my god, incredible! The way the, he's fucking around toys. with all the toys. Uh, if I went to someone's house that had an infinity pool, I would only be thinking, "What do you got indoors? Right. Do you yeah. have a big ass yeah, yeah. bathtub?" And is Mr. Francis taking a bath? <laughs> That's what odd. What size job are from these James floating? Bond. They had like cruise ships yeah, there as play toys yeah. like, ah, incredible enormous uh, and Romania what's something that we might not expect about Romania that you found was dope there? besides the fact that Ikea is aggressively deforesting the fuck out of it <laughs> the deforestation there is, is absurd there's a conscientious uh push to keep certain parts of their culture alive as you know they're 1989 they came out of communism mm-hmm. right and so they're aggressively trying to catch up and you know people uh, trying to establish whatever they their freedom their ability to make as much as they want to make which comes with its own like oh we do that here and it's pretty cutthroat mm-hmm. you see people like a whole family go by on a horse and cart in Romania all the time oh really like on the side of the freeway people zooming by and then just a family like hauling some wood with a horse but they're always all together it's always like the whole family so you're seeing the two things kind of compete with each other right this advanced unchecked capitalistic world and then also like you know you can just get by with like yeah (laughs) cart style yeah cart style burning some wood they're living off the land everything there seemed really fresh and well taken care of and um, I guess that's maybe something people wouldn't yeah. know about it, and it's cool to see. Like everything we have here is like kind of IKEA because it's put it together quick, get out yeah. there. It's going to be broken in two years. It's a pile exactly, of garbage. And, then throw it out, and, then <laughs> and they have yeah, they have these old houses that are like Saxon influenced, uh, Germanic. Uh, they're beautiful. Everything's carved and like ornately detailed. Yeah, and yeah. I think oh, when so you have cool. a little Real more time, yeah. Huh? No, it's funny. Uh, last night I was watching that documentary series, Broken. And I specifically just, for whatever reason, of all the topics, there was one about all those uh, dressers, those like Ikea dressers that were falling over on kids. <laughs> and part of like the way they were talking about the evolution of Ikea design was going to like, they were talking about how old school furniture was just heavy as fuck. Yeah. So you would never, this is like a new phenomenon, but because a lot of the stuff that Ikea does is just particle board and pressed wood and things like that, that it's lighter, so it causes more tip-overs. Right. And then one of the sources of a lot of that wood is Romania. And they were talking to this activist who's there is like, yo, they're wilding out here. Like, they're fucking up. Like, a lot of logging in general, not just Ikea, happens in Romania. Yeah. And it was so beautiful. Like, when you saw these, like, forests, and then they were just showing these huge patches of, like, earth that had just completely been, yeah, like, kneecapped by deforestation. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe want to check it out. Go what? check it out. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Romania is gorgeous. That sounds dope. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Oh man, this all ties in together. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Red beets. <laughs> um, tall, bro-mania. thin. No, I'm I'm going with tall, thin, blonde women. <laughs> I've just had it, and then for whatever <laughs> reason, I feel them. attacked. They, <laughs> they, they did not that there's anything wrong with tall, thin, blonde women, but I'm glad to see they canceled the Victoria's Secret uh, walking show or whatever right. they finally did. Oh, they did? Yeah, it didn't happen this year. This is oh, the first yeah, year. Tuesday around this time, yeah. It was trickling down, trickling down. Finally, they're like, people don't care. And they kept, 
I think, just pretending that that was an aesthetic that all guys got together and talked about. Like, right. Yeah, but have you seen this one? Yeah. <laughs> and I never <laughs> you heard... you seen this tall, thin, blonde <laughs> yeah. woman? Look how thin she is. Yeah. Which and... one? What's her name? I don't know. We call her number 338. Right. <laughs> I think, actually, Barstool Sports had a day off of just mourning uh, because they canceled the Victoria's Secret show. I mean, really? But... That's crazy. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, I'm, well, it's, I'm sure I, that it is. feels yeah. like it's something. And then uh, I think the the queen, and nothing against her, Taylor Swift seems like a fine person, but very overrated. Artist of the decade, stop it. <laughs> Get out of here. Who's right. the artist of the decade? Um, I, I just feel like you can't have people like Stevie Wonder and Madonna and Whitney Houston and people that, I don't remember them getting recognized for artists of the decade at any point. And right. I feel oh, like we saying. can't just start now. You need to do like a <laughs> retrospect. Go back. go back and give it to people who did it for a long time, who've been out there touring forever, uh, rather than, oh, and how many mega hits that you like, any idiot will be like, I know, shake it off. And then what else? And I am that idiot. I'm like, right. I don't know how many super hits she really has had. Yeah. Hey, man, because popular culture is leaving you behind. Man. It is. You know it always I mean? has been, though. I was <laughs> never uh, a part of it, even when I was <laughs> of the right In the age. demographic. Yeah, yeah. I was young and just like, I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Arse of the Decade, 1970s? Yeah, Would they sure. have been? Should have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that derailed their career, not getting that award. You know, it's just that recognition would have would have done it all. They yeah. What about yeah. Frankie been, Beverly? They're and still Mays. doing it. Would have been actually played at weddings if uh, they had gotten that recognition. Mm -hmm. uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Ties back into this. People have said it so much now that there's like a comfort in repeating it, which is there's no such thing as selling out anymore. That's what people who sell out say. <laughs> you absolutely can still sell out. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, again, doing commercials for her album on fucking Capital One. Right. Stop it. At some point, we have to st step in and go like, enough. You've lost all artistic credibility. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so there are people out there that are not selling out. There's just no one talking about them. And then the, the people that do sell out like that, we've gotten so used to it that it's so competitive now sure. that you either get in and like, oh, good for my friend. They got a, they got an ad. They got a right. spot in this AT&T commercial. Right. They're going to be able to pay their rent. Right. It's so competitive that, oh, who cares that they, you know, tied into a company that's aggressively behind net neutrality and restrictions and da 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 da, da. Uh, you can still sell out. Yes. And so I feel like it's a myth saying that you cannot. We just don't call people out on it as much anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I think now in like max revenue culture, mm -hmm. it's just like, well, you're securing the bag. Right. right. That's what we call it mm -hmm. now. And people are familiar with all the things that these companies are doing, branding, et cetera. So people will watch an ad that's specifically targeted at them like – that was pretty good. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. You're going to use my information, sell it to other companies, then market that right back to me. Nice one. Right back to good. you. First I hope you'll buy my song. <laughs> I think that's a good point, though, that it, like, back, you know, I talk about how I remember a time, like, late 80s, early 90s, when selling out was a thing. Like, Nirvana got popular, and people were like, well, they're not cool anymore because <laughs> they're, they're, they're popular. Because they're right. popular, and they're signed with a huge label. Uh, and... But now that everything, like just all the, you know, safety nets have been taken away and like capitalism is just this like fucking free for all where people like don't have health care. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people are maybe a little bit more sympathetic, but the answer isn't to just be like, 
Yeah, well, I mean, this is our new normal. We, you know, the answer would be to put some more, some of those safety nets back. Yeah, well, I think that when it really becomes disingenuous is when you can tell like their dispos or their position on things begin to change because of that alignment with certain companies or things like that, or mm -hmm. they still talk as if there is something like revolutionary about the things they. I had this problem when like the Yeezus album came out with Kanye. He was like, "What's you know, it's like this new slavery thing." And like, I'm trying to change how the music business works. And it's like, your tour is sponsored by AEG. <laughs> like, if you want to do some revolutionary, like, find a way to subsidize your shows and make it free for other people. But it's right. like, that's when it starts being like, mm, see, like, I don't, what, what is it though? Which yeah. one is it? Yeah. Uh, you also just hate that album. You yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, come fight me. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's more that I think. Look, and I've talked about this all the time. It was the beginning, really, of the end in terms of, like, where he started to see himself as an artist. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but Taylor Swift's partnership with UPS around the <laughs> launch of her uh, <laughs> uh, Reputation album was top-notch. Yeah, was, I think we can all agree on and that. And, I mean, obviously, the AT&T series that she did that was obviously uh, exclusive to DirecTV, <laughs> yes. I think, was fantastic, too. Right. Especially when they, yeah. They're just playing to each other's strengths and highlighting uh, things that are fully authentic about both brand and artist. I uh, think when you look at AT&T, it's a storied <laughs> history about dependability <laughs> and a way to actually uh, spread a message very quickly. And that's a similar thing with Taylor Swift's music. That's why we're really excited to be partnering with such a powerhouse artist. Right. What is, is there something wrong with connecting people? I'm sorry. I certainly is don't there think something so. wrong with connecting our world? Yeah. But in a room, there are people spouting these same exact scripts and meaning it. <laughs> yeah. They're genuinely oh, yeah. convincing that this is it, just going to be so great. Well, it's just like it's at a certain point when your job is basically built off of like how do I extract as much revenue out of something? Like, yeah. It's mm -hmm. not even you just have to say words that <laughs> that really the truth is how how the fuck do we make a ton of fucking money out of this? Right. But let's use these other marketing terms to mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. I wonder, like, at, after we're out of this era, like, how how much that is going to taint, like, the people who are famous now. Like, I think about Jay-Z, who, you know, just had this NFL thing, but he's always been, like, the, like, arch capitalist who, like, you know, is making it work and aligning himself with huge brands. And, like, will, because this period of American culture is marked by uh, the advertising industry just infiltrating literally every person's like entire existence and mm -hmm. brain. Like, will we look back on Jay-Z and be like, man, that was, that dude was like the same way we kind of look back on Jordan and are like, he kind of like, what do you some... mean? Like that we would somehow get what he's doing? No, no, that that it would be like diminished because he oh. is so like. Corporate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, as I sit here on my Casper mattress, uh, <laughs> right. by Amazon, yeah, uh, brought to you by everything else. Did you get that mailed to you through stamps.com? You went to me stamps.com, dude. Where I got my me undies on, but that's what's funny too. Like even thinking about this show, right? Like. Right. That we are also part of this machine, too, where you have advertising and things like that. I think the one benefit is, like, we have the ability to say yes or no to certain things. Right. And that, and also, we've never had a thing that's like, look, if you do something with this, you got to knock off the political. You got to knock off the anti-corporate shit. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. It's kind of part of the 
whole deal. Hey, but I, think- I can't wait to sell the fuck out, man. Yeah. Wait till I'm like, <laughs> there's like something terrible happens in the news. I'm like, I don't know, man. Joe Biden, I think we need to go easy on my <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. He's um, done a lot. I used to think that someone who eschewed all of it, abstained, didn't, you know, had a library card and that was it, didn't go on the online at all, didn't even have an email account maybe. Right. The future will progress to a level where all of us are in a room in VR helmets and then we hologram ourselves in a bubble out into the forest and we see this person that we like went to high school with right. and we're above them and they look up rubbing sticks together. Right. They're all dirty. <laughs> They're like, get away! <laughs> and we'd be like, what are you doing, man? Everyone's having fun in there. Get in your right. pod. They, yeah, they'd be like, get away! <laughs> and then something would pop up in our bubble. It's like, to access more of this experience. Right. Yeah, Go to you Grubhub. Know, <laughs> you have to take a survey. And like, <laughs> okay, anyway, what were you saying, man? <laughs> but then I also think that per so in that situation that person's alone their life maybe maybe they should have just joined the hive and been a part of the whole grid system yeah. but then i think it won't be that much of a stretch for ai to catalog and database everything ever said and even recognize it through voice or characteristics of speech pattern to then have a miles database where everything you've ever said so if you in any way try mm-hmm. to publicly go out and say I don't think I've ever spoken out against that. Yep. And then it's pull up I'm like, instantly. Yo, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah. Accountability algorithm. I mean, <laughs> Twitter already does that sort yeah, of. Yeah, in a like way. When yeah. somebody gets enough attention, they're mm-hmm. just like, okay, and let's go Command through. F. Yeah. Um, so then the algor- the bigger system at large, AI as we know it, learning from that, learning, oh, this is how humans did it. This is how yeah. they searched, just impl- applying those exact same things. But even like segments from a podcast that you did, that yeah. all those bytes are there. They exist. So mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be typed. It's everything you've ever said that is in the digital space. Yeah. Man. I'll, I'll fuck up my AI created self if they try <laughs> and do that shit. Watch. Whoa, boy. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of fake searches to throw the algorithm off, though. Yeah. Nice. You got to stay ahead of them. The documentaries are going to be good, though. Because yeah. there's going to be so much material oh, on everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, nobody's made that documentary that's, like, post-iPhone, where it's just like, yeah, so this person, we have literally everything that's ever happened to them because they were shooting it all. Ugh. Do you think that could be the future of, like, mosques and mausoleums and things? that You know, they already have picture frames now that are you know, can display multiple pictures. You go up and like press your thumb and it just <laughs> runs through their whole life. Videos and <laughs> right. Yeah. So you just Damn. walk through a mosque like, cool, and go to the next one. <laughs> oh, that was a cool life. You're like, wow, <laughs> this person was in Vegas a lot. <laughs> like, a lot, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the fuck? That, that could be like Getting what- all judgmental. <laughs> the future like sort of- uh, artist economy is like making documentaries about like random people's lives as like their obit. Give me your iCloud password and I'll make you a, like a magnum opus Mm -hmm. based on photos. It sucks that we will miss that older generation that had one photo. Here's us with the hogs. (laughs) Looking stoic as fuck because like the technology is like, I got to leave the shutter open for (laughs) a long time. So if you move, it's going to be blurry. Yeah. Stay the fuck still. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Miles, mm. you had a feeling things were maybe rocky at home. I for, mean, we all for saw one, it. Justin Timberlake. We all saw it. We looked at the video. He, Justin Timberlake was he's shooting a film, or at the time was in New Orleans, and was hand-holding with his co-star. 
And he had the vibes that he was grabbing her hand. She was touching his leg. He had those eyes where, like, you know, they're very drunk. And you're like, mm. the mm. DVR stopped recording a few <laughs> hours ago. So I don't know what you know if you know what you're doing here. Um, and it was like we were speculating, like, is this what's happening? Is he is something going on? And at the time, I thought they were just going to deny everything. But it seems like because of how, you know, straightforward this video stuff was of him, He's now come out, and also because rumors of him cheating, like a constant theme with him, it seems like, um, he came out with this statement. He says, I stay away from gossip as much as I can, but for my family, I feel it is important to address recent rumors that are hurting the people I love. A few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment, but let me be clear. Nothing happened between me and my co-star. I drank way too much that night, and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. This is not the example I want to set for my son. I apologize to my amazing wife. And family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation. And I'm focused on being the best husband and father I can be. I am incredible. I'm incredibly proud. I'm incredible. I'm incredible. I'm incredibly <laughs> proud. Of the end. I'm incredible. <laughs> it's going to be May. Uh, he, yeah, he's talking about working on the film, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it seems like maybe uh, his own wife was probably like, what the fuck yeah. are you up to? <laughs> uh, okay. No, no. Just so like you know, got confirmation that he was feeling bad about it. Right. Because it looked like anybody who's been drunk and maybe gotten a little too flirtatious mm-hmm. when you shouldn't have been. I saw the exact eyes down to the head tilt mm. of how he was drinking out of his glass. <laughs> when your chin is down yeah. and you're still sipping with your chin down. <laughs> you've mm, literally you've forgotten crossed, how you've crossed to drink the Rubicon. correctly. Yeah. Uh, Did, this might be just me, but mm-hmm. do you guys have a preconceived notion as to how mega celebrities interact with each other and with the opposite sex outside of, you know, their relationship. Cause I remember when Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were together, yeah. there were these photos of Brad Pitt at a Laker game. It was when he had this long beard mm-hmm. and he was with Catherine Keener, very okay. similar to these photos, hand holding hands on the opposite knee. When, I remember at one point there was video. He went to talk to her and he reached up under and like sort of cupped the opposite side of her head. Right. And then leaned in and was talking to her that way. The side of her head. The side of her head. Yeah. Mm. And I remember seeing that and being like, celebrities are just weird. Yeah. Like they just, <laughs> yeah they that's just, not his wife, but I right. guess that's how they talk. They yeah. have meaningful dinner parties where everyone's doing that as, you know. I don't know. I think I'm sure being subjected to the treatment that celebrities get over a certain number of years completely fucks up your idea of like yeah. where the ground is and what mm-hmm. boundaries are or what is accessible or inaccessible to you. Yeah, and I think you just get so used to being inauthentic that even really, not intimate, but authentic type behaviors become sort of rote. You just right, walk right. through them like, ah, oh, this is this is normal, right? Let me grab yeah. the side of your face here real quick. <laughs> yeah. Get in here for for a comment about this Lakers game. He's like, <laughs> he's like they damn, are Nick- not trapping enough. <laughs> damn, Nick Van Axel should stop shooting so much, huh? <laughs> Never. Uh... Eddie Jones is looking great. <laughs> that's a that's a very good point. And yeah, I'm sure it's I it's got to be hard for Brad, you know, as somebody who just everybody he's in, interacted with for the past what 40, 30 years. Yeah, it's probably like It's just like begging like with their entire being for <laughs> him to grab the side of their face. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I will leave my husband right now for you. <laughs> just, just grab the, just grab the side of my face. Yeah, I will leave my wife right now for you. I will leave uh, my podcast for you, Brad. A direct quote from what I said 
shouted at his window when he was driving by. <laughs> That's how you lost that studio. job at that hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, the mental health industry is speaking up about their thoughts yeah. on what's going on with the president. What what are, what do they think, they, Miles? Well, there there's a petition that came out that was signed by 350 different psychologists, uh, mental health experts that are really saying please consider what is actually happening to him right now from our perspective because the impeachment uh, proceedings seem to be ramping up his like sort of uh, erratic behavior. Um, the first li- or one of the first lines says, we are speaking out at this time because we are convinced that as the time of possible impeachment approaches, Donald Trump has the real potential to become ever more dangerous, a threat to the safety of our nation. And this is from doctors Bandy Lee, who's a Yale psychiatrist, Gerald Post, a former CIA profiler and and who's also a psychologist, and John Zinner, a psychiatrist at George Washington University. They're like the, the big names on there, and there are many others. Um, but the things that they're saying that they're worried about was, quote, what makes Donald Trump so dangerous is the brittleness of his sense of worth. Any slight um, or criticism is experienced as a humiliation and degradation. To cope with the uh, resultant hollow and empty feeling, he reacts with what is referred to as narcissistic rage. He is unable to take responsibility for any error, mistake, or failing. His default in that situation is to blame others and to attack the perceived source of his humiliation. These attacks of narcissistic rage can be brutal and destructive. Um, And they're saying, like, they're willing to testify to, like, give more texture to what they're talking about or more detail. And they say, we implore Congress to take these danger signs seriously and to constrain his destructive impulses. We and many others are available to give important, relevant recommendations, blah, blah, blah. So... Are they suggesting that the Democrats pump the brakes on the impeachment inquiry? I don't know what it is. I'm not sure if they I don't know if they think it should uh, maybe it'll bolster the reasons why he may need to be removed from office. It's it's a weird thing cuz a like you know a lot of mental health professionals are like I'm going to I've not actually treated this person, so right. I don't want to go out there and be like this is what I'm seeing, but I think for them they're like based on what we know and then the countless accounts from people who work in there, like with his slurred speech and ability to remember things. It's like, and I think just from comparing video from even 2016 and, and fucking 2017 right. to yeah. now, there are moments where you're like, it's definitely the brakes are being depressed right. a bit. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that this was happening, I assumed that that was going to be what they were talking about, was just yeah. like slurred speech and stuff, but... The stuff that they're talking about, the narcissistic rage, is all stuff that's been pretty obvious to me since before the election. You know, right, right, right. That's like how he's always operated. I think before, the because the language we've all been using is like he's so insecure, right, and he's being so petty and he's being mm-hmm. so reckless. Yeah, and they're sort of like, no, when you actually categorize like how what the pattern is, someone holds him accountable, or there's a perceived humiliation goes after that person, relies on absolutely like debunked theories, uh, conspiracy theories, or will just lie about things. They're like, this is a, we see this in a certain type of person. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like, I, it's so apparent to people. I don't, I don't necessarily need 350 yeah. mental health experts to be like, <laughs> right. we think something's wrong. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, this is why I've always thought his presidency was so terrifying was because he seemed so... Unstable and impulsive and just easy to have his sense of self-worth threatened. Uh, Fortunately, he's like not taken that sort of rage to the uh, international 
level, but that's that's when it gets really scary to me. Right. Storming off from the NATO gathering was probably right. a, yeah. the first step in that. Right. Like, Listen, well, right. you motherfuckers. If like the next thing is like we're we're actually pulling out of NATO, right. that's when you're going to be like, hold the fuck on. Yeah. Right. Like you what? It, well, no, 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 no. Well, like when Jim Jordan and all these guys go, they're just mad. They're mad because the 2016. Okay, that's what this whole thing is about. Right. Yeah. As if like a sterling, high character individual was put in place, and people were just mad about that. Right. But there was a very cautious, like, oh fuck, what's this guy going to do? Right. Because he says all this crazy shit. And then when he exhibits that behavior as the president, people are like, oh, okay, our fears were confirmed. We should uh, start uh, circling around this yeah. a little. Yeah, well, it's, it's like they're end, they have such a terrible end game they're going towards. Or like, you know, for the Republicans, they can't be critical because his his base will just vaporize them like at the polls or that he'll they'll invite the wrath of the president, which none of them want. So like they're in this space where like they can't even they just have to be like, yeah, this is fine. And we're maybe projecting the things we felt about Barack Obama, where we were just like, we don't like this guy, and that's, and we don't, we don't, we don't, we reject the result of this election. So we're going to be, we'll obstruct and things like that. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that that might lead to, uh, Judge Napolitano, the Fox News legal expert. Isn't it crazy, just sorry to interrupt, but that he's on there all the time? Because almost every story that he's attached to is him pushing back and disagreeing with right. the Fox yeah. crowd. Yeah. Well, I think it's their one good, I mean, not good, but like it's their, he's been their main legal analyst forever. Right. He was like a New Jersey Superior Court judge. Yeah. Uh, you know, the heights of the legal system. Right. Uh, shout out to New Jersey. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because of, I don't know, it, it is, I think maybe they know it's good to have him there because he's slightly keeping it somewhat reality based, but when you look at when it turns to the opinion hours at night, yeah. like none of them want to talk about him or their guests will c- come after him. Or I think Tucker Carlson even went after him. So, right. yeah. Well, so he thinks that Trump might testify himself in the Senate trial at the Senate yeah. trial, which, which would be that would be something. Well, that I, makes. Yeah. I mean, he probably also thinks he's going to turn over his tax documents and. To me, that just seems so improbable. I, I would put it just as an outsider with yeah. no, no, I would put the odds of that happening at less than 0.1%. You'd think because people on his team would be like, you're going to self-own up right. there. You will incriminate yourself. You will perjure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Right. So don't actually, you. That's and that's when you even look at it. You don't even have a president who could go and coherently lie right. for 10 minutes or <laughs> an hour. I mean, like, but then the bigger part of the ego aspect of that is him being like, I, I don't do have it. to do this shit. I'm above that. I don't need to answer to any of you. I'm your boss. Well, the thing is, he was recently tweeting after Nancy Pelosi was like, you know, she told uh, Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff to move forward with drafting articles of impeachment. He immediately was like, let's just get it over with then. Let's yeah. do it. If you're going to impeach me, I'm let's do it. I'm not I mean, fucking afraid of you. <laughs> they kept having to throw their bodies in front of him going and talking to Mueller live yeah. rather than the – so, I mean, that's where you the see people the around him know that this is not a good idea, but he increasingly and throughout his presidency has been able to just override the people around him and be like, you know, it's my gut. My, I rule by Especially this in my you, pants. Yeah, and, when you think of his ego, though, I could see that the one part that entertains the idea that it is possible is that his ego would not allow someone else to testify on his behalf. Yeah. Because what Napolitano is saying is, quote, if you go to a Senate trial, who testifies on behalf of the president? Himself. 
himself. Yeah, he goes, you, and, and then someone said, you believe that could happen? <laughs> and he's, I do. Uh, I think it will be the most dramatic legal political event in the history of our era. Oh. It would be. It would be. Really rewarding. Even if nothing came of it, just to watch, just to, and I think we've all gotten to a point where we like to have this weird rage of, I knew I was right about that. And then yeah, nothing absolutely. comes of it. And then you're like, well, but I still feel like right. had, everyone's got their own facts. So everyone's walking around with that feeling. Oh, the way I saw it, I've got it. I had it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, he I loves a wonder, dramatic moment, though. Do people in the Fox News bubble think the same thing? Are they like, oh, well, once he gets up there, like, we'll feel vindicated. <laughs> like That's what they'll say on TV because that has to be, like, the narrative. But do you think that because just in, in this universe where we're all walking around with our own uh, version of the truth, do you think that there's part of them that still suspects, like, this guy is completely full of shit and – because that that is the thing you always hear when someone's like, "How could you support this guy?" They're like, "Well, he you can't take what he says seriously. You have to just look at what he does and things well, that's like that." Somewhat, so well, well, because if you're honest and someone says, "Can you take this guy serious?" or "What do you think about this guy?" You can't say the second you go, "Man, he's all over the place." Right. Then you go, "Why would you support him?" Right. And then you're like, "Well," and then you have to sort of give up the ghost. Like, "Well, he's a useful idiot." Right. Because he's, you know, deregulating the yeah. fuck out of everything. Like Wall Street, there's are there are no breaks on Wall Street right now. Uh, there's no protections for the environment right now. There mm-hmm. are certain industries that are loving it in terms of their business, and yeah. I think that's why they have to say stuff like, "You know, it's a yeah, we understand he's polarizing, but they're like in the back of their minds, they have just cash boners, <laughs> and they're like, yes, cash. though, this cash, though." It's the name of our production company, right? Cash boners. Cash boners. <laughs> Uh, let's take a quick look at the Democratic primary. Uh, there's been a couple good polls. Uh, and th- these are polls that come from within the uh, Kamala Harris campaign. Yeah, hers that, specifically for California voters. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, Bernie Sanders is sort of on an upward trend and uh, most other people are on a downward yeah, it seems like September was a huge dip for people like uh, Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden. Uh, Buttigieg and Bernie are the only people with a little bit of upward movement. But in California, uh, of likely primary voters, Bernie Sanders has overtaken Elizabeth Warren. Uh, 24% of likely voters said right. they would vote for him. And look, there are a lot of delegates in California. Uh, it seems like Mayor Pete is starting to eat a little bit into the Biden-Warren support yeah when you consider that they're going down and he's going up there's got to be a little bit of back and forth and i think also with bloomberg copping in too yeah he's he's nibbling a little bit away uh considering his I guess name recognition yeah i wonder how many people are like the channel yeah i'll vote for him <laughs> i'll vote for the channel right well is cnn gonna run yeah because uh, I don't really watch Bloomberg. I'm more of an MSNBC guy. <laughs> and then there's a poll uh, with college kids where Biden was leading among this group in April, and then by and then Warren, and recently. then Warren, yeah. Uh, and now Sanders has the lead. Uh, it's just asking, you know, who would you vote for uh, to all likely to vote college age kids? I think it was like 1,300. Yeah, somewhere what? around there. Uh, so Sanders got 22%, Trump got 17%, uh, Warren 15 Biden 12 Yang 9 uh, Buttigieg 8 So, uh, I mean, hey, dude, debt forgiveness? 
I'll line. I would line up too. For yeah, Bernie. And I'm I'm curious to know what the issues are. Like, how many kids are obviously the student loan stuff must weigh heavy on every college student because they're like, I'm gonna walk out into the real world with a <laughs> boulder crushing my spine of debt. Right. Uh, and how many people you know are like woke and trying to you know bring the power back to the workers? Yeah. Just uh, I I checked the front page of you know, CNN, New York Times to see if anybody was talking about this stuff. And maybe these polls aren't like that relevant. But. I mean, the Axios, the the college one is from Axios. So that's right. pretty mainstream. Uh, and CNN uh, had a Bernie Sanders headline. And that headline was analysis. Hillary Clinton destroyed Bernie Sanders in her Howard Stern interview. Uh, what? So when? Face. Uh, she was on Howard California. Stern recently? Yeah, she was on Howard Stern recently and just... Tore that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, they, I'm, yeah, exactly. They're like, hey, Bernie got dunked on by an irrelevant yeah. person. Yeah. It, it will be interesting to see, though, you know, this is going to be a good test of the Bernie blindness subreddit's theory of the case that the mainstream media is ignoring him. Because, I mean, if he starts, like, ticking up to being tied for first or in the running for first, like, it would be strange for them not to cover that yeah but i think that's what you'd really see that full-blown like corporate right. bias where yeah. it's like dude shut the fuck up about this guy <laughs> he's about to eat into my yacht money yeah they always said that was why the movie idiocracy didn't do better they, you know they go after pepsi and fox news and all these giant companies right. and then try to get ad space to promote the movie and they're like we're good yeah good I'm luck sorry, what's the film about <laughs> oh no speaking of hillary clinton that uh also seemed to miss a lot of mainstream news coverage was the revelation from the security expert on Jeffrey Epstein's baby cloning dick ranch in New Mexico. Oh, like where he was trying where to impregnate getting, all these women. Trying to, to impregnate yeah. like a, a continent of women to, uh, and also have his dick frozen. Wouldn't it be great if we had the AI software in place there where we, something was listening in those moments because right. we hear talks about like the MIT people that would go or Bill yeah. Gates there and they would leave going he's, he's got some weird ideas yeah, yeah, right, right. Like what those were yeah right. to, he says he should impregnate every 14 year old girl on the planet but right. and it, the mashed potatoes were exquisite so the guy who was in charge of his security there and like technological things Jared Kellogg was brought in by long-standing ranch manager Bryce Gordon to improve the security and set up a camera system at the main house as well as the Cowboy Village. This is something I didn't realize. Jeffrey Epstein's Howdy, uh, ranch had, had like an for Ep- young girls. It basically had an Epcot attraction. Yeah, <laughs> like it had an Epcot attraction of like Old West. Old, old pedophile West. prospector? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Those were the good old days. I'm Dusty Sam, and you're square <laughs> in the middle of Western Village. It's like, this is a weird fucking place. <laughs> um... I was saying how cool the replica houses were. This is a quote from oh, I was the guy say, who wait, was, what? <laughs> uh, Jared Kellogg was new, and he said, I was saying how cool the replica houses were, and the manager of the ranch said, yeah, they're built for guests. It's really cool the Clintons come out and hang out uh, with Epstein. Uh, and then he went on to say that they would hang out with him at least once a year at the ranch uh, every year after Clinton left office. So, people, people that are good friends in Los Angeles don't see each other once, once a year, year. <laughs> exactly. yeah. living in the same it city, is, 
and are not so busy having just been the president. Dave, I see you more than my family. (laughs) (laughs) That's legitimately true. Yeah, that's like LA style. I'm like, I don't know. They live on the west side. Uh, I can't be driving out there. No, the west side is off limits. And I just moved from the west side. I just had to make new friends. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just cut off all ties. Sorry, I can't talk to you anymore. I'm moving moving east. Oh, my God. Is everything okay? Uh and let's talk real quickly about uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she was having a press conference talking about, you know, plans to impeach, uh, where, where things were going with the impeachment inquiry. And a reporter from Sinclair Media, uh, as she was leaving, asked her, do you hate the president, Ms. Pelosi? Yeah. And she just kind of went off on she, well, Go off, Catholic queen. Yeah. She came back around and she's like, as a Catholic, I resent that kind of language. Yeah. I was respect, raised with love in my heart yeah. and a blind, willful denial of children being molested. <laughs> I'll never acknowledge. <laughs> I will tell women of color who are new to the, to the Congress to stay, get in line. Right. But I do not have hate. In my heart, I pray for. She was like, I pray for the president. If anything, I do not hate him. Blah <laughs> yeah. blah blah. She's, and she's like, Don't mess with me on that. And then yeah, just yeah. <laughs> stomped, like walked off. It yeah. was kind of. It was <clears throat> if it wasn't well orchestrated, or like if she hadn't had a plan to do that, it was pretty pretty impressive. I think if she looked like Meryl Streep, <laughs> she everyone would acknowledge that she's such a badass. Yeah, but unfortunately, she does have. And this is unfair and it seems so critical to say, but she looks like a stereotypical California older woman. Like right. Very Botox and pulled. She's not even really blinking anymore. Right. So I think his group, even if what she says is exactly how they feel, there's this inherent bias by looking at her. Oh, yeah. That I think oh, has like go. the physical presence of what they would consider like. Like if an algorithm created a <laughs> right. liberal woman, absolutely, uh, right. and what is she in her seventies? Mm-hmm. That so. that's what would come out, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So they don't really hear her words because I I think this is just a theory I've been working on. No, I, I believe it. Strings. We're so we're so we don't even listen to shit anymore. With mm-hmm. like, what's it look? What is the face? <laughs> what is the gender? What is the race? What right. is everything? It's like, ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I think it was. Uh, yeah, she she did a very good job though too because the whole strategy that question was born out of Representative Collins uh, in the Judiciary Committee saying like the Democrats are doing this because they, they hate, hate the president. Yeah, right. That they have hate in their hearts because they they can't actually. If you notice, they'll never actually deny what the president did. So all they've been like, well, it's because they hate the president. They hate America. They hate Constitution. Uh, oh wait, the Constitution's against us. Well, then they hate George Washington. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm a necromancer. Got to go. <laughs> it was kind of weird that she was so after that guy. Where essentially what he was doing was giving her a layup right. to just say, no, no, we don't hate him. I'm Catholic. Right. Love everybody. And instead, she was like, "You son how of a d- bitch! How <laughs> dare you <laughs> come after me?" Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was clearly trying to create. Well, he was being so like, well, it's a, it's a valid question. Right. It's a valid question. I mean, that's that's what he said. That's what I'm asking. Right. It's like, dude, dude that's dude, fine. I'm reading sing- my transcripts. They said you raped dinosaur ghosts. Any yeah. truth to that? It's like, what? You can't answer a simple yes or no. And then they said, uh, then right after that, Trump tweeted, I was like, oh, look like Nancy Pelosi had a nervous fit. It's like, <laughs> what? okay. A nervous fit. Because she was, a, I don't know, Is this like whatever. the fucking... Jeffrey Epstein's old West Town. Yeah. <laughs> She's suffering from nervous fits. And Enter some lithium and laudanum. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another quick break. We will be right back. 
And we're back. Get her ether rag. <laughs> uh, and do they still do that? What was that a, a thing for? Like huffing ether? Yeah. That was I, like an old to put you under, basically? Yeah. yeah. Just got you. Damn. Yeah, tuberculosis. Tired of coughing? <laughs> you got tuberculoso? <laughs> the burkio. you better sleep today. Got tuberculosis. Rub this sage on your neck. <laughs> and also huff this ether rag. Damn. Shout out to anybody huffing ether rags. Old well, school. It was only a matter of time, you guys, till McDonald's came out of their uh, scientists' scientific lab kitchen uh, with a chicken sandwich. Oh yeah. Uh, they. I, I think earlier this year we were talking about how franchise owners at McDonald's were like, "We're getting fucking killed by Chick Fil A and right. this chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, we got nothing. People fucking hate rat meat burgers. We need the chicken." Uh, and now. So they have a – this is only in a very limited number of markets. Uh, so if you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, or Houston, Texas, uh, and you're Zyking, let us know. I actually want to know. They have the Southern-style Buttermilk Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Man, they really – it's everything. It's hint of dill. they got a pickle on it. Ooh. They buttered the bun. They Ooh. know what they're doing. They know yeah. what they're doing. They're trying to come after that Chick-fil-A market, and I need to know how bad or good it is. I mean, so they're going to do this locally – I'll be interested to see if it's one of those things, like with Popeyes, where they roll it out locally because they can't afford to make the sandwich as good as it needs to be mm-hmm. uh, on a on a massive scale. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm trying to remember the last time McDonald's made something that was new, and I was like, hey, you know what? I do it remember when they made something clever. Such a weird like hardline stance at times that they always yeah. cave in on. They go, we've had this menu for 50 years and we'll never have salads. People want salads? Here's 15 salads. Right. Okay, in a cup, though. It's a McSalad <laughs> shaker. <laughs> a McSalad shaker. And then they finally Just think of it as a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's, it's, it's a bunch a of salad. old iceberg in a plastic cup? Fuck out of here. With apples, and when they made uh, put that salad on the menu, they became America's largest purchaser of apples. Oh, Man. like their like, little the, harvesty salad or yeah, whatever they had? they basically created a doubled the apple industry i'd love to see the meeting when the guy came in or i assume it's a guy the ceo of mcdonald's comes in and like all right we're doing it they've complained long enough we're gonna make breakfast all the time yeah. sick of having people their entire youtube streams of comics just laying into the fact that we don't serve breakfast yeah, right. all day so we're doing it and then everyone went this guy, our forefathers wanted us right. to keep the same menu yeah, yeah. and then they breakfast changed it should be eaten in the morning <laughs> If there's like they McDonald's Constitution originalists, yeah, they just who are like, shredded oh, yeah. it. They just but, ripped it up. And we're, we're new and hip now. They're and like, then, you're an expansionist, <laughs> and no one cared. People, no. there were maybe a couple tweets that were like, thanks, but oh, it wasn't I was like off, people. Oh, I fucking I started levitating when they brought in all day breakfast. <laughs> I felt great too. I felt like this the one is thing I eat phenomenal. Yeah, I don't, same. I've, I've ceased to eat. Like the daytime food there. I'll eat the fries, the fries. and the occasional nuggies, chicky mm-hmm. nuggies. Mm-hmm. Don't eat the burgers, really, yeah. uh, unless I'm feeling really wacky mm-hmm. and high. But usually I'm just eating a bunch of sausage McMuffins with egg. Mm. Okay? Yep. I don't think you're alone in that. And then when they doubled it up, woo, boy, R.I.P. Miles' <laughs> arteries. When they body. <laughs> doubled up what? When you could put like two sausage patties, like it was like, Oh. Behemoth style stacker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um, they also are. I, I saw a billboard that showed that they're 
selling breakfast sandwiches with chicken on it. No. Oh. That's a new thing with fried chicken chicken breasts. Those, oh, gosh. It just feels a little oh. wrong to put mm-hmm. an egg on the chicken. Yeah. It's just, you know. Let's give chickens a little break. Yeah. they And huh? they even, like, drew attention to the fact that it was, like, they're like, Oh, it's well, like a chicken already... biscuit? Yeah. It's like a chicken oh, biscuit. Oh, there's no egg. No egg. Oh. And they, but they, the advertisement I saw for it was, like, Here's a yolk of an idea or something like that. Oh, or like boy. this breakfast sandwich is no yolk. And it was like chicken without the egg, but with the breakfast sandwich uh bread part and uh yeah. The so, biscuit. The biscuit muffin. I, it's funny though. The McGriddle. Even though I'm like, oh, that's cool. One of my favorite Japanese dishes is called Oyako Donburi. And Oya means parent and Ko means child, like the kanji thing. So it's literally parent and child rice oh, bowl. God. And it's eggs and chicken. chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck I'm talking about? Like, we have a dish that's like, man, fuck this whole family rice bowl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure they came from the same blood. Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's talk Star Wars stuff. David, are you a Star Wars guy? No. Okay. I uh, I, I don't you. live in a great universe in that I think the Beatles are fine. I think Star Wars is fine. Sure. And uh, comic books the same way. The fa- Everyone running around so elated and over the moon about all these things, I just feel like... What am I missing? Uh, yeah, I got dropped on the wrong planet or something. Right. right. What does I, get you running around, hopping and lots of stuff? Hooting and Everything hollering. else gets me up to like a seven, but everyone else with those things is at like an eleven. Right. But do you get I, at an eleven for anything? I don't know that it's in my nature. Oh man. I mean, they're like. <laughs> I mean, that answer tells you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it's in my nature. Uh, to get to it's an not 11. an answer you get from somebody who goes <laughs> yeah. to eleven. No, no, no. Have I ever That's like waited Spock in line right for something? I don't think I have. It's, like, I find out it to overnight. be illogical. <laughs> <laughs> Most scales are to ten. To go to eleven would just be superfluous. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. And they lost, but I did try to watch because I like to relate to humans. I want to yeah. be able to talk. Oh yeah. Okay, Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> I like to relate to humans. <laughs> Hold on, man. This guy's talking all this shit about AI and algorithms. How do you know he's not a fucking algorithm? That's true. Just my blood. Trying to throw Watch us me bleed. Oh, oh my God. Right Wait, nine volt batteries light. are coming out. <laughs> oh, it's like that fluid like bishop in Alien? Yeah, exactly. This is red blood. This is regular blood. <laughs> regular blood. <laughs> it's unleaded. Just regular human blood here, fellas. Uh, I watched what uh, Rogue One, or I watched the... Maybe Rogue the one was last good. Jedi. I have the force in the force with me. Rogue yeah. One, I just had had enough of the fucking Death Star and that same storyline <laughs> over and over. I was so sick of it that they lost me and yeah. I've gracefully bowed out. I have no contempt necessarily other than uh, it feels like people are, they sailed and kept right on with it. The Mandalore, right. as if, again, going to marketing and all that, that, no one, and people were aware of it that, boy, Star Wars will make. As much of this shit as we will buy, and they don't really care about the quality. They would make 10 a year if it would make a billion dollars each time. Yeah. And people are like, they'll take it. Well, now, yeah, Bob Iger, the head of Disney, was like, we're slowing down the Disney shit. Because they realized- That's The Star Wars shit? Oh, yeah. This, what did I say? The Disney the shit? Disney the Disney shit. Yeah, the Star Wars stuff. Because they realized people are getting fatigued a little bit. Not that like the enthusiasm is dying down, but they saw like with the Han Solo movie and other things, they're like, I think we're we're cutting them too many pieces. Right. And, like, we, we can't build that sort of- critical mass to like release every right. time we put something out which i think is a good idea yeah but i agree the expansion continues because there's a new game show on disney plus that's coming out uh that's called what the fuck is it called legends of the jedi fuck temple 
Uh, I'm Jedi. No, it's called the Jedi Temple Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, (laughs) and basically it reads like Legends of the Hidden Temple, that Nickelodeon show, which I I would get to an eleven for. Yeah, be honest here. (laughs) Yeah, if they remade Legends of the Hidden Temple with like modern video game, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, that shit was so bad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my God. Yeah. There were some games in there. Well, there. What was the one game where that you went in a video game? That was another one. Yeah, that's one. the one that I still Which watch. You- oh, Nick Arcade. That was the one where you were in the whack-ass Oh, that wasn't game. Legends of the Hidden Temple? No, that's like oh, the one that was like old okay. Mac and shit, and they were like yeah. the Blue Barracudas and shit okay. like that. Yeah. Blue Barracudas. Hey, I was thinking, it, Nick Arcade, <laughs> it, I, I can still watch videos of that because... it's, it's It captures my childhood imagination. Yeah, yeah. But this game is, I don't know, essentially the same thing. Set in a galaxy far, far away and will test young contestants' abilities in the core Jedi principles of strength, knowledge, and bravery as they face thrilling and fun obstacles in an attempt to achieve achieve the rank of Jedi Knight. Being hosted by, uh, what's his name? The dude who played Jar Jar Binks. Ahmed Best. Yeah, Ahmed Best. Great guy. Yeah. Love Ahmed. That's awesome. And... Uh, the one of the co-hosts is a hilarious humanoid droid companion voiced by Mary Holland. Oh, that's awesome. Which will be funny. Yeah. Uh, but you think, uh, yeah, why do they got to reduce her to a droid, though? You know what I mean? Right. I guess it's Star Wars. Right. Yeah. But there was an article I was reading about, like, how, like, we're constantly making women, like, sort of these female energies, like, into robots. And, like, right. how that's, like, being like, are we, is this the new thing we're doing? It's like, reduce it to a robot. <laughs> yeah. Who's reduce the we in this situation? Uh, I Miles think develop- and I. Yeah, me and the development executives uh. at Warner Brothers. <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying it was dudes. Like, all dudes doing this. Oh, no. And I think just in general, like, a lot of the sc- – like, they they talk about Darcy Carden's character in a good place. Like, we're seeing more and more of, like, these sort of Siri-type characters coming out that mm-hmm. are just sort of, like they're, – they're typically played more by women or they they're, they come off as feminine. Is that uh, cross-cultural? Like, is the Siri uh, or the Alexa in other countries, like in Japan, a woman's voice? Or do I we... think so. Yeah. But I think, but now there are so many ways, you know, you can make Siri any voice you want now. Right. It's up to you. But the default But is the is, default. Yeah. yeah. Do you huh. think some of that comes from no matter how much everyone talked to you when you were in the womb, 100% your mom, your yeah. mom talked to you more. Yeah. The, the voice you've heard more Dude, than anything your mom. was- yeah. <laughs> Your mom said nothing to you? Right. No, she was. Give it she, quiet she, out she, there. Took, she took a vow of silence <laughs> to make sure I came out as balanced as possible. Yeah. It was only white noise. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think obviously there's just, uh, there is a connection, I think, biologically in that sense. But yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. probably something about mothering in there. Mm-hmm. That we just because it has to be soothing. If it was like, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That it's, album was released in 1988. If right. It had that I'd be like, well, hold on. go on. <laughs> I'm like, I like this. <laughs> if it was some dude, I'd be like, ah. Right. I don't know what it is. I think we just, uh, we're, we live in a patriarchy. So It maybe... would bother you if it was a dude? If it Not was that it like would bother me. I'm Michael just... Strahan's voice? Oh, that would be kind of that would be kind of that would dope. be kind of tight. Does he have a lisp? He kind of has a little bit of a Well, they had that for that. a bit with uh, navigation systems. We're using like Morgan Freeman. I think you get Snoop. You get a few people that could I'd, guide you. Around. I remember right. one of the times uh, for like a Terminator or one of them on Waze. It could be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Right. I did that. Yeah. For sure. I was just laughing. He's like, "You're gonna turn right," <laughs> <laughs> but it couldn't have didn't have any of the street names. So right. it's always like in 300 feet. Right. You're gonna stop on, on that that one. You're gonna go there, Dana. 
another piece of Star Wars ephemera, uh, or maybe not. Maybe it's the best thing Star Wars has ever produced. Uh, a new ride is opening in Galaxy's Edge, their Disney theme park. Yeah. Uh, that is the one that people have been talking about since the idea of a Star Wars-themed uh, part of the park yep. came up. This is called Rise of the Resistance. Uh, it opened to the public yesterday, and... The details, like they, they say it's basically four different types of rides fused together. Uh, it's like a roller coaster, but then you are also interacting with like live actors oh, who God. are like playing, you know, stormtroopers oh. and different characters. So it's like got a, you know, haunted house Westworld vibe to yep. it. Yep. Where, uh, right up my alley. <laughs> hey, welcome. The old prospector. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Um, I don't know. This uh, review kind of spoils some of the details, but it's like a four-act story. Takes 18 minutes to complete. Yeah. Which is pretty... I'm a stormtrooper actor, and I have to reboot every 18 minutes to go, where are we headed, guys? Uh, yeah. I think they and probably the kid goes, multiple. Go left. All right, slugger. And then they take <laughs> off. I wonder how long it'll take before you see some of those like stormtrooper actors start phoning in their job. They're like, man, I've been doing this shit for fucking three oh, years. It would cr- I can't imagine Just the like worst throws hell. his blaster at the crowd. Like, right. I'll fucking quit. <laughs> right. For the 30th time. God. And none of you assholes tip. Fuck all of you. Yeah. I have a name. I'm just not TK423. <laughs> well, Put your helmet at, back on. At one point, a stormtrooper's addressing you, and you look to the right, and there's 50 stormtroopers lined up. And, like, they're actually there, but I think they're animatronics, but they have, like, little movements built oh, in. Oh, that give you So that, that it makes you think, like, oh, those are actually people standing there. Like, it, it gives See, and then they're taking jobs from right. actors. Yeah. That's real. That's true. They're taking our fucking jobs. <laughs> they took our jobs. <laughs> Damn, people start fucking fucking up the robotic <laughs> Kick his ass. But th- that goes back to the selling out conversation. That level of bottom in selling out or you, selling yourself. Like, right. Say the AI car, or the automated cars have taken over and the Uber app's been do- downloaded like 50 million times. Right. So that's roughly 50 million say conservatively 35 million people that are now don't have that as a means of income mm-hmm. and then they go home and like i got this job as a stormtrooper i just gotta move my elbow a couple <laughs> like times a couple of inches and someone goes hey that's good good for you man you're doing yeah. something right that's yeah. a terrifying thought that could be extremely real well i think that is somewhat real already i think you know because the gig economy exists because there aren't necessarily like living wages for people in yeah. other places and you have to have multiple income streams uh, yeah. Huh. This would have never happened if uh, the Republic took over here like from <laughs> <Yeah>. Star Wars. <laughs> the Rebel Alliance would not have allowed this to happen. Do you find it like sort of uncanny or like a Black Mirror when you're at the grocery store and you see people who are like doing the grocery shopping for like uh oh like Instacart Instacart, or something like that? but like it's it's weird because it almost feels like they're like a proxy doing the like. Well, they like, that, they really are though. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of I don't know I, that that feels weird to me, but that's why I just you know I, that's why I use Instacart. <laughs> right. I just don't want to see that. I don't want yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just it's don't want to see too that. Too upsetting. I just want <laughs> yeah. a knock at my door and have bags, and yeah. minimal questions or reminders of like what the rest of the world is like. Or Instacart make them look happier. Okay. <laughs> they don't look happy enough. Yeah, a lot but of that bums be, me That's out. why everything surveys everything these days, because quietly someone could fucking do that. Yeah. And then some poor, you know, just like, 
what kind of fucking milk do you want? I yeah. Mean, beets make milk. All right. right. And they go to like little beet throwback well, and there, it just guys. also just underlines like this new caste system we have yeah. too where it's like it's you're like I'm either the person who on what what part of the equation am I in mm-hmm. too and that's right. when you start seeing like oh shit I'm the Instacart orderer yeah and then you're like and then that's another strata or another uh, way of, of, of living sustaining yourself is to do jobs uh, in the gig economy that's Fully again optimized you know, life just grow your own just grow your own no food no downtime uh, yeah, I don't know. I think also I've not really seen. I go to the grocery store pretty late in the day, like at night. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a night. I'm a night grocer. Night I don't know what it is. It's kind of nice being night there. grocer. Uh, is that Gregory Isaacs, night nurse? <laughs> oh, I was singing night swimming. Oh, I was doing Gregory Isaacs. And that's the difference between you and me, man. Yep. <laughs> I'm a Gregory Isaacs kind of dude. what's <laughs> your price <laughs> at night? We found out everything we need to know about Find the three of our personalities. Uh, David, it's been a pleasure, as always, having you, man. Oh, thanks, fellas. Always uh, a joy. Uh, where can people find you, follow you? <clears throat> DavidHuntsberger.com. And then I have a streaming animated comedy special called One-Headed Beast that's on a bunch of different platforms, the biggest probably being uh, Amazon Prime. And I'm uh, filming a sequel to it here in Los Angeles, January 26th at the Dynasty Typewriter. I would love it if you were there. It's critical to have an audience. That sounds stupid because... I know. I agree. But it's not just because, like, well, I want it to look full. There's there's a premise behind it that involves uh, different realities, et cetera. Right. And so one of the realities is, like, a very full theater. So I need to get those shots. So I'd love to have some people there. So if you haven't come to my monthly variety show I do here in L.A. called The Junk Show, come out January 26th. I'd love to have you there. I need some support. So... Get Do a group, it, guys. come on out, yeah. be like Sarah, Zeitgang, and come <laughs> yeah. say hello. Offer him yeah. a drink and confuse him. We'll work on yeah. a weird uh, hand signal for people to oh, yeah. throw up so at saying, each other. Or, dude, just get DZ tatted on like a teardrop. Right. You're so really, on your face. Z You're really and, pushing for people to permanently. Hell yeah. Z in sign language is just penciling Z. Oh, like doing a Zorro Z? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So if people did that, they go, what do you, do you see a right. fly or something? Oh, you right. are, no, you wear a Zorro mask. <laughs> That's how you know. You're like gang. There you go. From the from the neck up, you got to be Zorro, so you got to wear that flat brim cap yeah. and, a, and a little mask. <laughs> and he didn't have a little thin mustache? Uh, mustache optional. Okay. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Joe Zimmerman did one that said, uh, remember when Michael Jordan took a couple years off to play minor league baseball? I'm thinking about also doing that. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. A tweet I like is from Megan Gailey at Megan Gailey. It says, uh-oh, I'm the woman singing and farting at CVS now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what that is. But just picturing somebody singing and farting at CBS brings joy to my heart. Mm. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying is, of course, Eva Victor's uh, video that she made, uh, When My Husband Gets Me a Peloton for Christmas, uh, that is just her you know, re- recreating that ad, the viral Peloton ad. And it's 
fucking amazing. Everybody should go check it out. Uh, it, it ends with her divorcing her husband. But, <laughs> uh, it's really well performed. She's hilarious. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Okay, so this uh, the track we're going to ride out on is from a group called Salt, S-A-U-L-T, uh, and the song is called Why, 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 Why. That's five times you're asking the question why. And it's got like a, you know, it's sort of like the internet uh, vibe, you know, Sid the Kid's band. But uh, for whatever reason, I thought if the Mandalorian was sniffing cocaine, this is what he would be playing in his ship. Oh, duh. Uh, it's got like, it's dystopian, I don't know, it's like dystopian like, I don't know. There's a there's a degraded quality to the sound, but it still has that bump, that bop to it. Mm. So, you know, just, just just go Mando it up. I think that that one sentence should be on there. Hey, man, if the, Apple, Man-, yeah. if the Mandalorian was sniffing cocaine, sniffing coke, this, this is what, what he's listening to. <laughs> uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this. This week, we will be back this afternoon with uh, what's trending at that moment. Uh, But until then, have a good day, and we'll be back on Monday with more podcasts. Talk to you then. Bye. I know you think about it, how my body makes you feel.